You're watching India Decides tonight. Has the response to terror and insurgencies fallen victim to politics? A meeting of chief ministers in New Delhi was meant to evolve a coordinated response to terrorism in the aftermath of the major Naxal strike in Chhattisgarh. But once again, the gathering deteriorated into a political war of words. Charged up after his decisive victory in the by-elections in Gujarat today, Narendra Modi took on the UPA, saying that the government is guilty of a confused approach in fighting terror and that it rides roughshod over the interests of the states. The government fielded former Home Minister P. Chidambaram to rebut Modi, who said that the Gujarat's chief minister's criticisms are weakening a coordinated response to terrorism. उसके बाद भी वो व्यक्ति एनएसी में हो वो एनजीओ को प्रोटेक्शन हो तो आप कैसे टेररिज्म के इसलिए तब मैं कहता हूं आप राष्ट्रीय सुरक्षा की बातें करते हो लेकिन आपके एक्शन राजकीय सुरक्षा के इफ दिस इज द एटीट्यूड दैट वी विल टेक टुवर्ड्स फाइटिंग टेररिज्म दिस कंट्री विल ब्लीड फ्रॉम टाइम टू टाइम अ क्रूशियल मीटिंग ऑन इंटरनल सिक्योरिटी रिड्यूस्ड टू अ स्लैंगिंग मैच द मेन फ्लैश पॉइंट वाज अ नेशनल काउंटर टेररिज्म सेंटर meant to be the apex anti-terror body even though the center watered it down after states protested that it encroached on their rights it still didn't have any takers the new draft proposal says that the nctc will carry out anti-terror operations if any through or in conjunction with the state police the nctc will no longer be under the intelligence bureau as was proposed earlier it will now work directly under the union home ministry and will be headed by a dgp level officer it will however have the powers to seek information from all states and central agencies and maintain records but chief ministers led by an aggressive mr modi claims that even this watered down version is redundant to rebut his charges the government fielded not the current home minister but his predecessor aap nayi nayi agencies bana kar ke samasyaon ka samadhan nahi kar sakte the nayi nayi agency <laughs> mac was announced earlier but was not operationalized so we passed an executive order operationalizing mac and today you have our fiercest critic the chief minister of gujarat praising mac pradhan mantri ki chairmanship mein planning commission pichle 50 saal se kaam kar raha tha is baar aapne achanak nac bana di nac bana di to planning commission bekar ho gaya uska koi role nahi raha तो ऐसी स्थिति एनसीटीसी के कारण होगी वॉन्ट्स टू ब्रिंग बैक टाडा एंड पोटा डिस्पाइट दी ऑपोजिशन द गवर्नमेंट में स्टिल पुश थ्रू दी एनसीटीसी ऑन द बेसिस ऑफ एन एग्जीक्यूटिव ऑर्डर बट देन देर आर सेवरल सेक्शन विद इन द गवर्नमेंट विच आर वेरी कन्विंस्ड अबाउट दी एनसीटीसी एंड इन सच ए सिचुएशन इवन इफ दी एनसीटीसी इज ब्रॉट इन देर आर नो गारंटीज दैट इट विल बी एबल टू डेलीवर ऑन द बैकफुट द गवर्नमेंट हिट आउट एट मिस्टर मोदी claiming that the bjp is interfering in the investigations into the killing of ishrat jahan by gujarat police the bjp has objected to the cbi probing the intelligence bureau which had reportedly given the inputs gujarat police acted on gujarat chief minister and some other bjp leaders are interfering with the cbi investigation such statements are a gross interference with the cbi's investigation today's war of words derailed a meeting which in the aftermath of the Chhattisgarh Naxal attack was aimed at better coordination between the center and the states 
देश की प्रॉब्लम है सबसे बड़ी समस्या है और इसके लिए राष्ट्रीय नीति नेशनल पॉलिसी और स्ट्रेटजी तय करने की आवश्यक अब और ज्यादा है इन न्यू डेली सुधीर रंजन सेन फॉर एनडीटी so has politics once again derailed an attempt to build consensus on how to fight terror and insurgencies joining me tonight to debate that abhishek singhvi senior spokesperson of the congress rajya sabha mp from the bjp chandan mitra joins me ajay sahani who is one of the country's leading counter terrorism experts also on the show also kavita shrivastav who's uh, of course the general secretary of pucl rajasthan and also joining me is mr av karnik former deputy director of the intelligence bureau abhishek to you Narendra Modi very very aggressive today at the chief minister's meet saying that the government has double standards when it comes to fighting terror he even gave a specific example saying that those who are seen to have maoist affiliations referring to those like binayak sen are actually given positions in government bodies like the planning commission which thoroughly demoralizes your security forces uh vaso I am really uh, very sad. Politics, principally by the BJP and a few other opposition allies, has trumped national security and nationalism. Who is talking of double standards? The first point I wish to make: the classic double standard is by the BJP demonstrated today. Here also, is a party which breastfeeds itself every day on nationalism, on national security, talks of tough measures against terrorism, and when we propose an NCTC. or a modified version of the nctc is the more correct phrase they oppose it on every technical principle in fact i will go to the extent of saying that personally i am opposed even to the few concessions which the central government and the upa did make to make the nctc uh, uh, operational i yes. personally i am saying would not have agreed to that but be that as it may here you have in the fight against terror okay. the basic concept is it is cross border it is trans border you cannot have a state approach to terrorism and therefore the nctc was only intended to act trans border and coordinate okay they had a problem with that the nctc just one second just let's go to the one yeah, second only yeah. they, they had a problem that the nctc could go straight and arrest somebody and perhaps without the which you diluted local police which i think which i diluted Although I think that that's also necessary sometimes. Okay, so then you, you made that point. You made, made that compelling today point. Today, they, they are objecting on federal principles, rendering nugatory. And here is a party which is talking of double standards and talking of Pota and uh, 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 this uh, Tada. All right, let's and get Chandan Mitra to respond to that. Let's get Chandan Mitra to respond to that. Chandan, the fact is that it's not just the BJP. It is also other state governments, chief ministers, some of which are the Congress states as well, which are. have anxieties about the nctc but specifically abhishek's point is that the bjp makes internal security one of its central ideological pillars and despite the fact that this anti terror body has been diluted you continue to object to it thereby derailing any attempt at consensus the problem is that the congress party is a party of egomaniacs they believe that what they have come out with is the be all and end all that that's is the only solution acceptable to the country and that's the only thing that should be done and therefore they overrule even their own chief ministers mr sidramaiya from karnataka the newly elected chief minister in karnataka has also very serious reservations about this complete intrusion into a state's authority no but the idea is not to overrule states they cannot be it should overrule states no, no, like chandra chandra sorry to, the central sorry yeah. chandra just a quick interjection the point here is that the the 
overruling aspect has been diluted now no longer will this right. body have powers to sue or to go and make arrests and all of that it will have to do it via the state government via the police and the security forces of the state government therefore what is the objection now no no then what what is the need the the state law and order is a state subject the uh, whenever the national agency uh, like uh, ib yes. uh, or cbi or any other enforcement agency gets or the nia they should pass it on to the states and and it and so, it, will, it will be carried out so which you're saying you don't need you're saying you do not need which, the nctc at all yeah yeah we Pastor, don't need nctc of terrorism is a product of the congress party's egomania there is no need for any nctc at the uh, okay abhishek singhvi diluted or otherwise i i'd like you to I, explain to the nation vasu abhishek singhvi the congress is a egomaniacal party it should be contained yes well i don't mind congress being abused using all adjectives let's do some good for the nation please abuse us and let allow some good to be done the subjective adjectives will not no, help why it. not bring back please quota? tell the nation why please not explain the nation quota? please explain to the nation how you are going to contain terrorism by a state boundary bring approach saying it's a local state law and order in each when terrorism both maoist naxalite and non maoist naxalite is entirely trans border it is informed from state 1 logisticized in state 2 implemented in state 3 okay let's turn back to respond to that i mean and then i want to bring in rajasani so what's the simple point suggest that i i i can get the response to that i need to do the counter how will you how will you fight terror how will you specifically have state fighting terror when terror or insurgencies are cross border bring back pota what was wrong with pota the first thing you did when upa came to power was to dismantle pota why and then what is law we are talking of enforcement nctc is enforcement into uapa you are not talking of law we are talking of no, enforcement ctc ctc is the remedy they go help anyway what is the law bring bring we are talking of enforcement bring pota once you bring pota you when to bring pota but uh, chandan that doesn't answer i mean uh, wide apart from the wide apart from all the terrorism track record of pota adi terrorism home grown wide apart from all the track record of pota it still doesn't address as abhishek says the question of enforcement it doesn't address the question of enforcement for that no bring it back you need a mechanism back which is a federal mechanism but can i bring ajasani into the debate can i bring ajasani into this debate ajasani as you're listening to this debate and this is almost a sense of deja vu this has now been happening endlessly where do you stand on this do we really need a national counter terrorism center or do we already have enough such bodies to to carry out either investigations or enforcement of federal I, crimes or federal actions like terrorism and insurgency you see first of all you can't have a concept of federal crime within our constitutional system that's not going to work there's going to be objection throughout more importantly the point i'd like to make is that we have layer upon layer of dysfunctional organizations today adding another dysfunctional layer on top of all this is not going to help we've tried to bring in half a dozen central innovations over the last 5 7 years you've had the multi agency center it is still to take off you had the joint task force on intelligence it has not resulted in any significant operational gains all right the cctns the the crime and criminal tracking network and systems is nowhere in implementation your existing agencies are in a crisis of resources the intelligence bureau with a very small sanctioned strength of under 28000 yes. for a country of 1.4425 billion yes uh, has a deficit of 30% 8000 men short and okay, we can't so fill that, that up 
What yes. is a new agency going to do sitting on top of all these? It's going to just one moment, please. Yes. It's going to cannibalize existing resources and weaken even further the limited operational capabilities we have without giving us any advantage. One okay, or so last you're point. Saying, Ajay, you're saying this that you is don't an need article of faith you don't that need the NCTC will help us. Okay, but here's the interesting thing, Ajay, that while you're saying that all the existing Absolutely. all the Absolutely. existing apparatus set up by this government hasn't really worked. The statistics available on your own website seem to suggest that there's actually been a sharp decline in the number of terror attacks over the past decade. And this is now often used as a political uh, debating point. How, firstly, uh, if you could just put those statistics in context for us. Is the UPA to claim credit for the fact that the number of deaths due to terror attacks is dipped, as we are seeing on our screen, the graphic, both terror attacks and axle-related violence? And how does that is tie in with the fact that all these different uh, uh, bodies that were set up aren't working? Uh, let's just take one thing now. The UPA says we need better coordination with the states, otherwise we can't control or contain terrorism. And yet in states that are not in their control and are not in their party's control, uh, the same decline has been seen. You see, the decline in terrorist and insurgent violence has been a secular trend after 2001 for a number of factors, most of them extraneous, some of them, uh, uh, as far as the Maoists are concerned, for instance. Yes. The spike in Maoist violence in 2009-2010 was irrational. It was, it was an aberration. It was the result, one, of the Trinamool Congress's uh, okay. politicking in the pre-election scenario in West Bengal, where fatalities went up from uh, you so know five seven eight per year to 400 plus per year okay so you're saying then that, that the congress the can't take credit congress for it was elected all that ended number one number two please yes absolutely not absolutely not okay. this is not anybody's credit you know it's fascinating We'll say Chhattisgarh must do this, must do that, otherwise nothing will happen. Chhattisgarh yeah. says yeah. center must do something, that is why Darba happened. How has the center or coordination failures or the lack of an NCTC resulted in Darba? Okay, this is let's purely get, let's get 80 kilometers of road that had to be policed by the state's police forces. Okay, okay. so hold on, Ajay, let's get, let's get the politicians to respond to that. The fact is, Chandan Mitra, that in the past decade there has been a sharp spike downward spike in the number of terror attacks which goes counter to your narrative that the UPA is soft on terror, that they have a confused approach. But of course the counter to that is, as Ajay Sani says, it's not that the government can take credit for it. Chandan Mitra. No, the government can certainly cannot take credit because you see most of the states where uh, at least Naxalite terror exists are uh, BJP ruled or at least were BJP ruled like Jharkhand. Uh, West Bengal is not in the Congress's um, area where uh, there has been a sharp decline. Odisha uh, um, has been declined. Um, Chhattisgarh, there has been a spurt from time to time. But, but also overall, overall terrorism figures, which are not just linked to Cong uh, opposition rule states, those have dropped as well, dramatically. Yeah, those And in fact, they've, they've those dropped, dropped they've actually dropped almost double from the time of the NDA. NDA, 10,500 deaths. Are working... UPA 1, no, 7,300 deaths, UPA 2, 3,500 deaths. That was the height of terrorist activity after which our security forces got into action and they started bringing things down. The results could be seen even in the NDA period and the UPA okay. has reaped some benefit out of, out of this. The Congress certainly can't uh, take credit 
for any decline. Okay, let's, let's get in a quick intervention from Abhishek. But as Chhattisgarh so shows, spectacular, spectacular uh, terrorist crimes are happening and happening. You see, Mumbai okay, uh, didn't happen under NDA rule. We are quite happy not to claim benefit so long as the country benefits. We are quite happy right. to let people treat it as an act of God, a fortuitous act. Only thing to be remembered is that you don't have a dramatic decline in Jammu and Kashmir by pointing to local police in Jammu and Kashmir. You don't have a dramatic decline in Northeast by forgetting all the various initiatives taken by the UPA, even in Nagaland, the most infested, actual incidents have virtually finished and not going on, although the talks are still on and there is no final settlement. But you know, you don't this talk is of the terrorism by looking at state boundaries. India period. You look at state boundaries. Nagaland, one sec. You look at state fire. boundaries. Nagaland but you know, but you know the problem is state boundaries. But you, you know the problem with this logic is artificial manner. The problem with this logic is that if without fact, realizing, if in fact the situation is better, all then why do you need the NCTC? Why do you need to create an additional body? No, no, that's your not, facts right. That is false logic, Vasu. That's false logic. Okay, because let's get it's declined. It doesn't mean we don't need uh, new institutions. Okay, let's I get let's get Kavita Shivasa. All the institutions Mr. Sani has mentioned, not one of them performs the role which NCTC is intended to perform. There is okay, no let's, doubt let's there are some institutions. Let's get Kavita Shivasa. Intelligence a, gathering institutions. Let's just get a quick. Abhishek, let, let me bring in Kavita Shivasa. Kavita Shivasa, as you as you once again listen uh, to this debate, is the concern that in the attempts to score political points on terrorism, you believe that important boundary lines of human rights are getting violated. See, I really think that this entire approach of making the Indian state increasingly into a more militarized, into a security state is going to be more and more anti-democratic. You know, the state, the, I mean, this whole approach is actually increasing more and more surveillance on the people. You know, this kind of might will always be used against the people. So for us, this approach is absolutely wrong. And I don't think after what happened last week, I really don't think this is the way to go. The, every time such an incident happens, yes. once again, you think you should, you know, centralize more. You should start gathering more uh, intelligence. You want to bypass every kind of uh, uh, law. You want to, you know, you will not provide paper, you will not provide carbon to police stations, you will not do something as basic as that, you will not do your police reforms, something as basic as separate law and order from uh, investigation, you don't do any basic things, you keep centralizing, you want to increase your might over the people, I okay. think this whole approach is wrong, for me, I mean I'm glad, I'm glad whatever happened it failed, though the BJP is absolutely hypocritical, it, it creates forces like Salva Jadoom, which will take years and years for you know any kind of reconciliation to happen. So I really think that I'm glad there was this failure because we are opposed to any kind of more centralization of okay. any kind of might of making let's get, let's the get, uh, let's more get a quick response. militaristic. Let's get a quick response from Chandan before I go uh, to Mr. Karnak who has not had a chance yet. Chandan, you want to respond to the point that there is a double standard here. It is the your problem, endorsement of the Salva Jadoom, problem, which problem, actually led to the this problem attack. With over, problem with overground Maoist sympathizers is that they believe that only Maoists should have, uh, and other terrorists should have human rights 
and people should have no human rights. Therefore, Mahendra Karma has no human rights. Therefore, uh, all the other uh, Mr. Nand Kumar Patel had no human rights. The Mr. V C Shukla has no human rights. All the policemen who were you know come from very poor or lower middle class families right. have no human rights. Only this, Maoists this and their sympathizers must have all the human rights in the world. So I don't know. I, the, therefore, I, this I, I don't think one should one should personalize completely. it. I don't. See, I don't think it's fair minute, to call Savita an overground no, no, sympathizer. If that's your reply, I am talking about. See, I am not named anyone. Okay. I am not named anyone. Okay, that's just I important to clarify. I have about overground Maoist sympathizers. ऑलराइटर ओके ओके चंदन यू मेड योर पॉइंट चंदन यू मेड योर पॉइंट प्लीज 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 Anybody who speaks differently is termed sympathizer, is termed Maoist, is termed overground. Please, I think there are many points of views. There is, there are just not two approaches, which is Congress and BJP. Please, or the establishment, the security establishment okay. versus something. There are many, many approaches. There is a nuanced so approach. I, a different I, voice. I, that's Please a fair point, Mr. Karnik. Stop calling it. Yeah, and just one minute, one minute. Can I, can I, Kavita? Can minute. I just go it to Mr. Karnik? He's not a chance at all. I take your point that I take your point that if you're just, I take your point that just because you critique state violence doesn't make you a Maoist sympathizer. It's the time to hear different voices. Okay, that point no, is well made, Mr. Karnik. Can I ask you? Democratic voices. All right, Bring Mr. Karnik. Bring in democratic forces. Stop, stop! It should be a dialogue of politicians and security people. Please. All right, Kavita. That is why. That is why you are here on the program. Please. Voices. Can I go to Mr. Karnik now, Mr. Yeah. Karnik? Can I ask you here? There's a there's an, an interesting yeah. contradiction here, where the government is being critiqued on one hand by those like Kavita Shrivastava for being too too harsh, too militaristic, and on the other. by those like the bjp for being too soft what is in your view uh, the yeah. the correct perspective okay i'll go beyond uh, politics altogether because that is creating tremendous lot of confusion in this debate and in the country so leave aside politics now nctc is a good idea because we need an expert body to handle terrorism of all kinds really speaking whether it is naxalite terrorism or cross border terrorism etc jihadi terrorism etc so the nctc was a good idea right. but diluted nctc is going to be just another body which should be dysfunctional as somebody just said so no, we but, require uh, nctc so you uh, you say nctc is a good idea even though ajay sani says that you do not need one more body you already have so many other dysfunctional bodies so why do you need another one no no this nctc is supposed to be uh, have expertise on terrorism per se because every sub inspector in the country is not going to be an expert on terrorism where a terrorism terrorism strikes in that There district like he is not going to be But the expert so we require somebody we require NIA somebody for that nia is an investigation agency it is not an intelligence agency mind you it is it comes to the picture after an event not before an event 
All so right. NCTC is an agency no, no, an which is supposed is to analyze. Agency. It goes after the man. No, no. It will collect intelligence that is before the event. And it will. That go is the idea. After yeah, an NCTC. Yeah, later on, yes, it has the yeah, power no, or it is intended to give that's after. Correct. So what does the IB do? No, in is fact, that's, what what, that's why I said if IB, NCTC is removed from IB, it will be a disaster. Because but, uh, NCTC sir, will have why, no intelligence. This is why the confusion so is. What does the IB do? What is the IB's uh, job? This is why the confusion is. And pass on to the states. Why, are, why do you want to no. duplicate the whole thing? This is the whole. This is the whole point, sir. This is why even definitionally there is so much confusion that you are saying it's an intelligence gathering agency. Abhishek Singhvi is saying it's an enforcement agency. If you are saying it's intelligence gathering, that's the role of the IB. If it's enforcement, that's the role of the NIA. Yes, it is both. It is both. Abhishek, it would is, you concede that? Well would you would both. you concede that in all the attempts to try and and dilute, change, modify it, this NCTC has? I mean, one doesn't even know what it stands for. What is it about? I started by saying that personally I would oppose the UPA stand to dilute it. I started by saying that. But, but do you now, do you now concede that it is nine London. months, one minute, yes. almost eight months delay when the certain states formed an axis to oppose it led by the BGP rule states and joined by Orissa. That is why some concession had to be made. But even today, let me but tell also you Congress that the Congress is opposed. It doesn't matter. Some individual Congress state here or there may have opposed, certainly not the concerted manner in which so many states opposed, which were all non-Congress. I am saying so on your television channel. If a NCTC is implemented, it is not going to be for Congress or non-Congress states. It okay. is for India. And there is today no agency duplicating the work of NCTC. Mr. Karnik is not only right, but I had already said earlier that this is let's supposed get to be an agency which goes after the people ultimately. Okay, let's get, let's get Ajay Sani. state manner. There is no agency like that. And in doing so, of course, it must coordinate with state police. But to consider terrorism or mass activity as a state law and order subject would be farcical and ridiculous in today's day and age of technology. Okay, you, and you, you, you did make that point earlier. If I can bring Ajay in. Ajay, you said that you don't need NCTC because you have too many such agencies already which are redundant. What is the need then of the R? Is it just about strengthening and making the effective, the uh, existing apparatus more effective? Or do you still need some kind of nodal body? Absolutely. You see, let's just take this issue of coordination. Everyone says coordination, failure, coordination, failure. Yeah. Uh, all this has started after 26-11 in Mumbai. Now, can you tell me one point of coordination failure? It was a failure of the capacity to gather intelligence. It was a failure to respond to general intelligence. It was a failure of capacities to uh, uh, check a movement along your coastlines. Right. These are the things that you require. It was a failure of local police forces to respond immediately. These are the deficits and this is what this decentralized capacity to fight terrorism, to gather intelligence most important, importantly, to create an intelligence database at the center. This is crucial. An intelligence database which multi-agency center is supposed to be creating. That is what worked. I need from the center. Has not people rushing out from Delhi to fight, you know, this, this nonsense about the NSG being located in uh, the, yes. these various hubs. Yes. The hubs themselves, it will take two hours, two and a half hours for the NSG to reach a point of uh, uh, attack. I mean, the terrorists are not going to attack where you are prepared okay, so for how them. You need to 
empower local forces, train and equip local forces yes, to gather yes. intelligence and respond to crises. <laughs> okay, let's that get, is let's what get not another okay, let's, in let's, let's get Chandan, let's get Chandan quickly to respond to that. Chandan, the fact is that you go on saying bring back POTA, bring back POTA, but how is POTA going to address those very crucial points that Ajay made? An overall coordination, no, no, better between centre and state, local Vasu. forces being trained and equipped to respond. How is POTA going to help? Vasu, Vasu, there is no contradiction between what Ajay says and the empowering law which I am talking about. Uh, I entirely agree with Ajay and uh, he and I have both followed Punjab where uh, some somebody whom we both admire, Mr. K.P.S. Gill, yes. uh, managed to finish off terrorism in uh, within a very short span of time by empowering the local police and local intelligence. But how will this Pota is the only long-term solution. But how will Pota now, make Pota a difference? Definitely helps. Oh yes, Pota helps. Pota helps because but will you manage to gather more intelligence. You manage to drive a sense of fear uh, in the minds of those who are indulging in this kind of activity. If the BJP and you can put some people behind uh, behind bars. Okay, let's get the last word from Abhishek. From spreading this uh, hatred. The hatred or you see uh, but whereas this government goes and honors them and, and uh, brings them into government bodies like, okay, uh, like uh, this uh, barefoot doctor from Chhattisgarh. No, they, you yes. completely okay. reverse. Okay, okay, let's uh, get the last uh, word from Abhishek. Abhishek very quickly respond to that. I Re think we have to stick to logic and facts and not get into emotive flights of imagination. Yes. As far as POTA is concerned, A, it has already shown in its predecessor form of TADA and POTA that the number of people arrested, the conviction rate was abysmally low. But what is more important is, it yes. was accompanied by huge human rights abuses. Thirdly and okay. most importantly, something which the BJP always likes to conveniently overlook, the worst terrorism incidents in this country, the worst violence took place during Pota. Raghunath Bandir, parliament attack, Akshar Dham were all under the benign umbrella uh, Mumbai, view of Mumbai. Pota. Do you what think Pota can prevent? Pota is substantive about Mumbai. It is now largely there in what about Mumbai in unlawful activities. Right. We are talking. That's a fallacy to mix up substantive U law of Pota with NCTC. Mumbai. NCTC is, is a policing enforcement agency. It has nothing to do with substantive law. And okay, NCTC we'll will enforce whatever is the law. Suppose right. you had no law, or you had mild law, or you had big law. NCT is only an enforcing agency. Okay, we'll have to leave it there. Pota, a discredited law into the debate. All right, we'll have to completely leave it there. Thank you all so much for joining us. I'm not sure if we had any greater clarity on uh, whether we need a change of law or whether we just need to enforce and improve our existing laws. Thanks very much indeed for joining us. Moving on now, as the UPA2 gets into election mode, another big announcement today meant to protect, the government says, home buyers from the so far lawless and unregulated real estate market. The centre has now proposed a real estate regulator to keep a check on builders and developers. The proposed bill states that a builder cannot start a project only after getting all statutory clearances. They need to put aside 70% of the project's proceeds in a bank account and to use it only for that project. The layout plan of a project must clearly specify the carpet area or the area that the buyer actually gets to use. Real estate agents and property dealers must also register themselves with the regulator and any builder who sells property without proper registration and clearance will face penalty and imprisonment or both. So false promises, no laws, people who spend their savings but get cheated. The common experience of many, many home buyers across the country 
NDTV's Saurabh Gupta reports from Thane on the outskirts of Mumbai, which has emerged as a ground zero for the highest density of complaints against real estate developers, where the new bill is being viewed with cautious optimism. उसका जो भी ईएमआई आज तक भरा हूँ लेकिन मुझे पोजीशन नहीं है और मेरे फ्लैट में दूसरे किसी के उसने फ्लैट बेच के वहाँ पे दूसरा कोई और रह रहा है कोर्ट ने उसको दस बार समझ भेजा हुआ है वो कोर्ट में आता नहीं है जिंदगी की सारी कमियां अभी तक जो भी कमाया तो वो सारा फ्लैट में लग गया और उसके बाद भी आज भी फ्लैट में मुझे पोजिशन नहीं मिला है तो स्ट्रेस तो होना ही है फूल्ड एंड लूटेड टेन लाख रुपीज पेड फॉर दिस वन बी एच के फ्लैट इन थाने Asif Sheikh, an income tax consultant, claims the builder duped him, selling his dream home to a third party. I passed 78 years, so I don't know whether I am going to get uh, justice. And uh, in spite of government giving the results all to my favour, I am not getting the position. That was in 1996. 78-year-old Vasudev Gujray never got his flat as the project was abandoned by the developers. In both cases, Gujre and Sheikh say, despite the consumer court ordering in their favour, the builders have not relented. In the last few years, Thane has emerged as a hub of illegal constructions, with the most number of consumer complaints being recorded here, 4,670 in Thane alone. That figure multiplies across the country, which reflects the enormity of the problem. Delays, ambiguity in carpet area, and loading of extra costs. Worrisome issues every buyer faces, which the UPA hopes to resolve with the real estate regulatory bill. According to me, it is just a change of nomenclature. All the provisions which are there in the real estate uh, bill, which has been passed by the uh, cabinet today, they are already existing in our MoFA. But unfortunately, there is no proper implementation of it. When passed and implemented, this will definitely be a game changer. I think it's a very, very good thing uh, for the consumers uh, and end user buyers uh, in the real estate market. Land Acquisition Act, uh, obviously, uh, th if if that is uh, enacted, if that becomes uh, a, a bill, so both these acts, as such, uh, I think, needs to be looked at. Is it going to create enough supply? Our belief right now is it's not. For this bill to become law, it has to go through a time-consuming parliamentary process. But perhaps for the UPA government. more than getting the bill passed the idea is to show that the upa is batting for the middle class in new delhi sandeep phukan ndtv well joining me tonight to debate whether this new bill will clean up corruption and lack of accountability in the real estate sector i'm joined ajay makan who's the urban development minister i spoke to him earlier thanks very much indeed sir for being with us also joining me is niranjan hiranandani managing director of the hiranandani group one of the biggest real estate developers in the country uday vavikar who's the president of disha foundation who's a an activist in the real estate sector from the consumer point of view and ramesh nayar managing director west of jones lang lasal india a leading real estate consultancy i put the question first to mr ajay makan that on paper all these different measures look extremely valuable and important but who will enforce it who will actually ensure that if any builder violates these measures they will be punished and if so what will those penalties be well the regulatory authority will have to the regulatory authorities set up by the state governments will have the powers to enforce the penalty provisions and uh, and, and and the penalties are quite stringent up to 3 years of imprisonment and uh, 3 to 10% of the project cost 
and we have defined the project cost also in the bill and three years of imprisonment if suppose he keeps on selling uh, his property without uh, registering with the uh, regulatory authority. So it is both uh, the uh, punishment uh, in terms of imprisonment and also uh, the financial uh, punishment also. Okay, but uh, the other side is that the builders and developers say that they already need to get a large number of clearances before they can actually set up a project. 35 clearances is what I was told and that this new regulator will only add to the red tape. So shouldn't you have reduced some of those clearances as well even as you brought in this new regulator? Well, first of all, let me clarify this is not a clearance. This is just what the clearances you have to take you obtain a commencement certificate and after obtaining commencement certificate just submit it to the regulator and within 15 days the regulator registers you and you start your project. What we are saying is without obtaining statutory clearances you don't start taking money from the home buyers. What now many builders are doing is even without getting statutory clearances from the uh, from uh, various institutions they, they launch a project they take money from the home buyers. This is not uh, adding on to uh, 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 35 or whatever the number of clearances is. It is just that you take all the clearances and then you launch the project. This is, this is the only thing which we are ensuring through this regulatory authority bill. Okay, and also you are saying that uh, the developers have to deposit 70% of the money of that project into a bank account and only use it for that project. The idea is to prevent it from being diverted into other projects? We have said 70% or less to only to meet the construction cost. What we, what we, what we have seen is that the money taken by uh, these builders are uh, instead of constructing on that, for, for that project, they use the money to buy another piece of land. We, we, we say that you buy another piece of land, but don't take the money which is from which you are supposed to construct uh, the apartment okay. for the home buyers. Now, Mr. Markin, the fact is that each state has its own set of building bylaws, etc., etc. How is this bill going to ensure that there is just one streamlined law? And also, are you going to be able to get political consensus for this? No, no. First, first of all, let me clarify, it is not, there is no mess. And we had circulated this bill to, uh, amongst all, all states, 22 states, including the BJP-ruled states like Gujarat and Madhya Pradesh, and the Congress ruled states like Andhra Pradesh, Rajasthan, they have strongly supported this bill. So this is not something that uh, the states are opposing to it. And only Maharashtra has legislated a, a, a similar kind of bill. No other state has legislated a similar kind of bill. So when the when when the, these builders say there is a mess, there is no mess because except for Maharashtra, no other no other state has legislated a bill. What we are saying is there should be standardization of different terms. When they talk about the area, the whether it is a super area, whether it is carpet area, there should be a standardization. How can you have standardization with different state laws having different meanings of carpet area, super area, super duper area? Nowhere in the world we have concept of super area except that in India. So we have defined carpet areas. Nowhere in the world the, the apartments have separate def definitions in different parts of the country. You buy an apartment and you don't get a garage because garage is separate than the apartment. That will all be defined, yeah. Okay, so you at least claim that things are going to change. We are not sure if that's going to happen on the ground. Let me go straight across to Niranjan Hiranandani. Mr. Hiranandani, I believe you have reservations about this bill. Is that true and if so, why? Isn't this going to actually make it better for consumers who are otherwise at the vagaries of... There are two parts to the whole... 
there are two parts of the whole story and I agree with Mr. Markan on the first part of it that it's going to bring about an increased amount of transparency in terms of it at across the country. The definition of carpet area, the definition of saleable area is certainly going to be something which is favoring the consumer yeah. and I think this part of it needed to be done. So I'm 100% with Mr. Markin on the issue of transparency. Okay. Uh, what we're really concerned about is slightly different. What we're looking for is that uh, while there are 32 permissions or so in various places, in Mumbai, Maharashtra, we need more than 54 or 55 permissions which are there, which earlier used to take about two to three months to get through, and today we take two to three years minimum plus environmental clearance yeah, to get through. Yeah. Now, the, if it's on top of the regulatory bill, if we are going to have this kind of delays which are taking place and the regulatory authority has no authority actually to uh, do anything about the permissions and we are getting permissions stage-wise. Okay, so you're so we saying, get, uh, CC. You're that, saying that you know, this is just going to add another layer of democracy. much better. You're just, yes. Okay, but let, let's get. That's my worry. All right, let's get Uday Vavikar in here. Uh, Mr. Vavikar, as someone who represents consumers, are you, are you satisfied that this bill is going to address the complete lawlessness and lack of transparency and accountability in the real estate sector I, today? First of all, it's a welcome move as far as uniformity nationwide is concerned because there are certain areas like north, there are no regulations for housing. There you go by an agreement and something really good is coming as far as they are concerned. Right. But as far as your second point is concerned, I think uh, there will be a lot of contradictions. Just now the Honorable Minister agreed that Maharashtra has already passed, the Assembly of Maharashtra has passed a bill. Now it is for the Central Ascent, Upper House Ascent and the President Ascent. The, these two bills, if you observe, they are totally contradictory. And they are not supporting the consumers. They are more towards the developers-oriented bills. And when I say even no, this how bill... How do you say developers-oriented? Because this bill says, the, the national bill, without getting into too much legal nitty-gritties to the average viewer who is watching, I'm, he now believes I'm, that I'm, in, case, in case a developer delays a project or makes false promises, he can actually go and, and, and file a complaint. There will be action against the developer. There might be a penalty. There might be a jail sentence. Aren't these but these penalties... Steps? Shini, these penalties or the sentences, how do you execute? The minister is not very clear. He says this authority cannot execute. Take for example, now you have a Consumer Protection Act. Similar MOFA cases are taken and they have been tested to the Supreme Court. This bill is vague about the execution. First of all, you have given three years imprisonment. Can you send a builder or developer to imprisonment? No, you'll have to file before a criminal court for execution. Okay. And so then you know the trial, a trial takes so many years. When, when the justice is going to come? There okay, has to be again, a penal uh, provision that, of execution. Okay, but at least will that will that fear the fear that there could be penalties or uh, imprisonment, Niranjan Harananani? I have my doubts. Unless will that will that Niranjan will that see developers now trying to commit and keep their promises, or will we continue to see them trying to befool consumers? I don't know about. Uh, you see, the point is very simple. In Maharashtra, as uh, Uday Vaivakar already said. We already have the position of carpet area. We are already registering agreements based on that. So a large number of issues which are coming in the central bill are already covered by the MOFA Act. And we are already following many of these provisions which are there. No, but are these, of course, certain are, changes are, are, are there including the penal provisions. No, no, but once again, Uday Babikar, are these provisions being followed by builders in Maharashtra? Or is the situation quite in bad? In spite as, of as all these, these, 
these provisions in spite of bufa has not was not follow for being followed up there was no regulatory authority it is only after the advent of consumer protection act things are speeding up i won't say they are speeding up happily because right. infrastructure there is also not there but they are at least scared three builders have been sent to the jail for not doing the conveyance and okay. directly from the consumer court and these powers are given to consumer court whether this authority has such powers otherwise if a okay, litigation it, in a criminal court court is is it important years. ramesh nayar is it important ramesh nayar to also distinguish between good builders and bad builders i think uh, this uh, act is definitely a game changer on uh, that front uh, differentiating between good developers and bad developers uh, it's definitely going to increase more professionalism it's going to get in uh, more corporate governance uh, into the real estate sector hmm. what are the four things i look at when i look at uh, buying a, a apartment as a buyer will i get the project on time will i get uh, the specs which uh, the developer has uh, promised is the developer uh, misleading me uh, into uh, 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 buying something uh, 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 by over promising and uh, am i going to get the right carpet area which uh, he is promising i think uh, all these four things uh, the uh, central government has uh, taken the initiative to uh, okay. address this is uh, early days but definitely a good uh, good move uh, from the central government uh, although uh, it needs to be seen if uh, execution uh, of this uh, uh, this bill actually happens okay mr hirandani can i ask you though that why that while developers might be wary about additional layers of bureaucracy why can't they self correct why do we hear so many complaints we just saw that report from thane where there are thousands of complaints against developers just in one part one suburb of mumbai for so many promises made which are not completed why has this become such an endemic See, problem with the real estate sector i'll tell you what has happened let us take the case of mumbai about 50% of the entire population of mumbai lives in jhopatpatties even though half the people living in jhopatpatties can actually afford the flat there's a place called mumbra where 90% of the buildings are totally unauthorized there there's no permission whatsoever they are completed they are occupied uh, loans have been taken against those buildings and uh, they've been living there for the last 25 to 30 years now what has happened really is that the volume of construction which has been there permitted for the purposes of development or yes. for the use of the people has been constrained so i mean we need a regulator which can actually promote construction are you going to increase the amount of production which is going to take place ultimately if the volume of production is not going to increase and the regulatory bill will in fact bring less production into the market yes. i think this is an issue which we need to contain so i But am with on a transparency but i am not here to agree on the fact that we don't have a regulator which can actually control permissions permission so, area uday uday do you agree with promotion. that promotion you need a promotion regulator uh. and promoter of housing do you agree I, that the problem I, I, because i mean i this argument I seems somewhat provocative the, right? because I, you have so many jhopad patties and therefore you have uh, I, i don't agree a buyer a consumer has to be protected against the unscrupulous activities which are going on i and agree as far as i that, agree it should be I, promoted I, but what i'm saying is you okay, don't need let him respond you don't let need him. another urban land ceiling act one minute okay you one, don't sir, need one minute sir. let him respond yeah, go ahead with that sir sir my contention is that you want to protect the consumer today the regulations are fine but they have to be implemented properly and there has to be a finance and budget for them you came with a great idea of consumer protection act two years maharashtra the consumer courts are vacant no appointments have been done and advertisement there is lot of promotion 
what is the infrastructure, what is the burden on exchequer and are we going to add the authorities after authorities without implementation of laws. We have excellent laws but what about the implementation and there is today also there are so much unscrupulous activities. Yes. I am not naming one builder, you are not transferring the property in terms of conveyance. You are giving a lease deed when you are selling them on ownership basis and this Mr. Iranandani knows. Let him answer why lease deed and why not conveyance when I am buying a okay, property on a, ownership this is basis. A, this is a so, so let's get a Direct, let's get a quick. This is a slightly technical point for those who understand that when you actually buy a piece of land as a society, you should get, you should get uh, not the lease deed but the actual ownership of the land. Builders in Mumbai are apparently doing this. Mr. Hiranandani, very quickly. Uh, many of the properties are, cannot be subdivided, and uh, unless subdivision is permitted by the local authorities, uh, you can't actually carry out conveyances. This is a technical point which we have had in many of the properties and in order to see that the transfer takes place, those are the ones which are done on the lease deeds. But having said that, what we are actually doing is transferring the right title interest to the property, to the societies and in fact we are fastest in terms of creation of societies and transferring okay. the authorities into a cooperative society. And I think we have set precedence in, in Mumbai and Maharashtra which has been second to none. Alright, can, can I, uh, Uday, very quickly before I come. I. Uh, to yes. uh, to Mr. Uh, Nair for last comments. Do you agree with that? Has have the Hiranandani's at least I, set up precedent? Uh, maybe maybe Mr. Hiranandani is trying to do his level best, but a lease is a lease. It is only for 99 years, and uh, the subdivision of property is already done by occupation certificate. Courts are uh, consumer courts have given judgments, and transfers are taking place. Deemed conveyance have come okay. come into the this existence. Is becoming, so this is becoming a bit technical. So, I think so I am saying the I authority point of authority. Debate. I can see it's a point of debate. Can I just come to Ramesh Nair for the last point? Ramesh Nair, one of the Sir, other my big only submission is the authority has to take care of conveyance properly. Okay. Like All right, the authority has to ensure the authority has to ensure that the property is conveyed to the society. And Ramesh Nair, the last point from you that one of the big problems is, especially in the north, that you have to do that a lot of real estate deals are done in black. It's sometimes 50-50, sometimes the percentage is more. How is this new uh, bill going to address that? Definitely it's going to have an impact uh, because uh, uh, as per the new act, uh, if uh, the developer is uh, charging anything more than 10%, uh, he will have to have it uh, documented. So that's definitely going to uh, have an impact. But uh, like Mr. Hiranandani uh, just mentioned, okay. the government should focus on creating more supply. And uh, along with the Land Acquisition Act, I think this act uh, will work in uh, favor of bringing down the supply, increasing uh, prices. How will you make uh, uh, homes affordable in cities like Bombay is only by increasing uh, supply? Okay, so you are saying that the supply is the, is the issue, but uh, others would believe that it is also making builders and developers more accountable. Thank you very much indeed, gentlemen, for joining us. Thanks very much. Alright, that's all the time we have uh, on India Decides. From all of us here, good night.